Y'all niggas got me hot. Is we live? Is we live? Is we live? Yes, yes, you're now tuned into the rare podcast. And of course, I'm your host for the most NK, aka the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. And of course, I'm joined by my lovely co host. Introduce yourself, bro. Hello, I'm Jixon. Mm-mm. And we are joined by a lovely special guest today. You know, I'm going to let her do the honors. Introduce yourself to the people. Tell them who you are. Hey, guys, I'm Chantel. I'm a content creator, YouTuber, mm-hmm. and I currently study computer science at university. Mm, 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 yes. mm. Obviously, big up, big up the madams at home. Big up Ashley and Sean. No, they couldn't be here today, but always love to them. Um, brief introduction. In fact, before the brief introduction, you know, now is a time of celebration. We outside. Oh. Lockdown is over. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, since we celebrated, celebrated, you know, we go take a little sip. Why did I think lockdown would be over June the 21st? Oh, because that's when um, clubs open, isn't it? Oh. That's when clubs open. So all this time, lockdown was supposed to be over. Club, that, yeah, because basically, I think what's happening right now is clubs are opening. Revolved, yeah. Yeah. Someone to stop. Thanks, stop. All right, cool. Yeah, because I think what's happening now is clubs, no, no, restaurants are opening outside slightly. Yeah. And then... um. I think restaurants are going to open properly like May 15th, no, May 17th. And that's when you can go like into like actual into the restaurant and all of that type of stuff. But right now we can do some shopping. We can go outside. We can buy some shoes. And speaking of shopping, one of the, some of the content that Chantel makes, you make a lot of fashion content and you know, you know, the drip has been, the drip has been dripping. And would it be safe to say that you're a sneakerhead? Yes. How, how long have you been a sneakerhead for? Like, what got you into, like, shoes, shoes? Do you know what it is? It was non-uniform day in secondary school. Mm. Like, everyone would come and have, you know, great outfits, great shoes. And there yeah. I am with, you know, the glitter tights, plimp soles. <laughs> and, you know, it just, it just wasn't it. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to try and save my pocket money and try and buy some nice shoes. Mm. And it just built up from there. And now I'm obsessed. Obsessed yeah, with shoes, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I really want to become obsessed with trainers because mm. me, I don't care for trainers that much. <laughs> I only just care for the clothes, the bottom half. If I have nice trainers, one or two, I don't mm-hmm. mind. But you got like people. I've been seeing people doing that sneaker thing where they will like enter a draw or something. Yeah. Then think, yeah. Then some people will lose or some people will win. I always think like you people are really like yeah, you people are really like, on it. You have to be, otherwise you're gonna miss out. Like mm. sometimes you have to wake up at eight AM or like Jesus. sleep outside shops or what? turn up oh outside shops for to try and get them, otherwise you're not getting a pair. I'll, I'll just I can't do that. <laughs> no, that's a lot it's of nuts. effort. That's it a lot nuts. of effort. Cause I remember, yeah, like it wasn't even long ago, yeah, where you can go like into a JD or Footlock or even online and can buy shoes. I remember I bought Jordan ones like three years ago in JD. Yeah. Like literally just from the shelf, I let in my bag. Let's go. But now, forget about it. You're not getting nothing. So as a sneakerhead, do you think resellers have killed the game? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh like, like, when did this reselling thing become a proper thing? Because I've noticed it maybe like a year and a half ago. Yeah. I think um the only resellers I know of, the only resellers I know of is the bait people like um What's that brand? Um, Supreme. Then people used to do reselling, but mm-hmm. I didn't know about trainers that much. No, man, them would literally, like, man, them would get, they would literally buy boatloads of trainers and sell it for, like, double the price. I'm like, bro, you can get Jordan ones back in the day for maybe, like, 100. Now, like, what? You, I mean, you know the figures. Like, how much like, would a Jordan one go for today? It just, it literally depends on which Jordan ones. Like, mm. sometimes, like, retros. 3,000? 300, 300. You see? Oh, my chest was burning. It's bad because it's like, okay, the shoes will drop and you can get them, well, my size, 90 to like 150 pounds. The minute they sell out, like they all sell out in like a minute max. And once they're gone, all you see is, yeah, I'm selling this size five, double the price, 300 pounds, 400 pounds. Like the black cats. They came out my size ninety pounds. If yeah. I want them today, they're like four hundred pounds. I don't get why do people do that. So you buy stuff just to resell it. 
Yeah, yeah profit, because then those people are going to buy it, pay that silly money. price. I'm so sorry, resellers are criminals. No, no they, they are. are. They, they are, are but like, criminals because, yeah, you're making a living off your reselling, yeah, you have to do that. But at the same time, it's like, these are new trainers that are dropping. People can pay these mon- um, the price, but then you want to buy it, you want to buy a bulk and then start sending it for high price. And the thing is, the and, and these um these brands, these um retailers know what they're doing because that's why they, they'll limit re- limited release these things mm-hmm. and people just go like mad for stuff. Even um the whole sneaker app stuff. So how does that work? Do people go on and is it a bidding thing or is it just like... So sometimes you have to enter. Mm. So once you enter, you tap in your site and stuff then it tells you that they'll email you if you've won the raffle and then they take the payment out of your account if you have. Sometimes you have to wake up at like 8 a.m. on the dot, 9 a.m. on the dot and check out mm-hmm. and pray to God that it goes through. <laughs> Otherwise, that's it. Literally, that's it. when the world was, you know, the world and, you know, people were allowed to be outside, I remember people would camp outside um, shoe shops. They still do that. Like, that, they like still for do that. Yeah, it's you know, crazy. You know, I understand it. It's because, like, for something, like, let's say you like something so much. Let's say if it doesn't have to be clothes or maybe an album that's coming out, you have to cap out to get the latest edition. I think a lot of people can remember people used to cap out for tickets. Yeah, but but so, but like, but the thing about tickets here is that cool. Like concert, let's say an arena, right? I'm saying that arena has a limited capacity, so it makes sense. With these shoes, there's bare these shoes. But it's just these retailers have now clocked on. Do you know what? If we release these small by small by small by small, because look, for example, Air Forces, like you, they will never run out of Air Forces. You can go anywhere and buy Air Force Ones, right? And even with Jordans to a certain degree, obviously they're limited release stuff and limited releases, but even with Jordans to a certain extent, like there's bare Jordans out there. But the problem is, man, them are buying, that like, resellers are buying bare them and just saying, do you know what? Um, Three times the price and we know man, them are going to pay for they it. They know. They know man, them are going to pay for it. I feel like everybody, if everybody just stopped, you know, took a minute, took a breather and just said, you know what, to pay three times this price, let me just not. And then everyone would have to drop their prices and mm. they'd be normal. Reselling, I don't think is needed at all. Like you guys say that you want to make a living or stuff like get a real job. <laughs> like you're reselling all these stuff it's like get a real job wait he said it's, it's so joblessness job. yeah yeah if you're a reseller i'm so sorry if you are a reseller you are jobless to me i don't care what no do you know what it is i feel like you know big up your grand yeah but it doesn't have to be that high it doesn't have to be that high from 90 to 300 Why? are you mad so Why have you ever have you ever bought from a reseller no okay i can't do it Thank God. i can't bring myself to do it not gonna lie some of my friends they've been like they've won the challenge and then they're like yeah i'm gonna sell it and they're gonna say sell it for a high price of course i'm gonna be like yeah make sure it's high of yeah. course. Like, <laughs> if it's anybody else you're bad for that but like, the problem is yeah, yeah make it, like, the problem the is yeah like maybe i this is why i don't have a business acumen because me when i buy things yeah, see when the money leaves my account i don't think about the future i think about i want that i want it now and when the shoes come into my hands i'm gonna be like Oh, these are kind of nice. Let me let me just try. I can't I can't do that. Like my brain is not built for the reselling thing oh, at all. That's me. Like if I wanna, if I know I'm gonna resell something, I always buy two because I know I'm gonna want to keep one. Yeah. I can't just just get the one and resell it because I'll be sad. Mm. And I guess that's what that's how it leads to people wanting to charge double the price because then it's like you paid for another pair and you paid for you technically paid for the shoes on my feet now. Yeah. It's a madness. But then, but but then. The funny part about shoes is that then you get the limited release stuff like the Jordan Dior's, which will cost like eight k or something mad, and it's like, oh crap! I don't understand where people oh, get this money from. I don't know where they. Like, no, no, no where the they problem is here from. is that I'm seeing the man them on ends, and I'm like, I like obviously I don't, I'm not counting everyone's pockets, but eight k or crap!s And they don't drive. Ah, okay. <laughs> wow. I'm so sorry. If you're, spend, if you're spending 8K on crits, but you don't drive, your priorities are not right. Because me personally, I would want to drive more than getting trainers. That's it. 8K. As in, just for simple deal. Christian Dior, Dior. Please. <laughs> Billy Jean, Billy Jean. Uh, I need to drive. Nah, As but yeah, eight, no, eight, see, no, the problem is, yeah, 8K on crits, like, 8K, that's something that needs to last me a long time. Two nights out, them crits are ruined, bro. Easy. You see, if I bought Dior's, I'm keeping them in in, in a box. I'm not wearing them. They're (laughs) they're just a trophy. But on the other hand, if I had the money 
I'm not gonna lie, I would. I no, would no, facts, yeah, for, facts. Yeah, like these celebrities, like when we see them um sneaker shows, like Bella Hadid has gone on, like they have the money, Travis Scott, they mm-hmm. have the money to actually pay for these stuff. So I understand that. If I had the money that they have, please, I'll be there. I'll every day. Eight K, eight K chicken change. Oh my guys are dri- all the time. But yeah, man. Um, how did you, I want to tackle? How did you get started into content creation and YouTube? Like, like what inspired you to say, you know, what, I'm gonna pick up a camera and you know, you know, talk. So it just it just started with just me being myself, mm. posting funny videos, not really caring about you know what the feed looked like, just posting it just to post. And then my fr- couple of my friends were like, you know, I feel like you should make a YouTube channel. You've got the personality for it. Why not? Um, I was a bit scared at first, but I was just like, do you know what? My Instagram is growing because mm. I do post on there. So why not, you know, try it on YouTube? Mm. So I did. It was very scary because I got a lot, I got a lot of um, negative comments when I first started. Really? Yeah. Why? Like, what, 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 what were they saying? Because at the time I was just going through um, an operation for my jaw. Yeah. Okay. So the way I was speaking, like I would talk so you can never see my teeth. Yeah. And I just look funny. But it was really scary. But then I kept pushing forward. I was just mm. like, yeah, let me do it. And then eventually I had more positive than negative. People would tell me that, oh, you've inspired me to want to start one. I love your personality. You made me love my skin more because I talk about my skin sometimes, just all that stuff. And it made me feel good. So I was like, yeah, let me just continue. Mm. That's dope. That's dope. Like, you see, that's, that's interesting. You said you got a lot of negative comments. So, like, what made you, like, persevere through? Because I know a lot of the times when people see negativity, that can be. That can be a thing that, like, do you know what? Our people are cussing me. Let me come off. Like, what made you say, do you know what? F the comments. I'm going to do what I need to do. I don't know you from Adam and Eve. So, mm. why should I let it affect me that much? It's literally I'm like never going to meet you in real life. You're just talking to talk. Like, I can't block it out if I want to. So, yeah. just do me. Talk, yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm it. always going to have people who hate me. Yeah. So, just keep doing you. Facts. Because when you deep it, these people are just cussing you for no reason. No, facts. A lot of these comments, a lot of these, um, especially YouTube, a lot of the comments in there are just people that are behind the screen. They're just bored. And like, I've no. somebody said something on Twitter is that people who find something cringe will always be the first to like be negative about it, mm. be negative towards you because they don't know how to do something. Exactly. They're like, they're scared of how brave you are to do something like just to show your natural self. That's why they'll be like always saying negative stuff. Mm-hmm. So you just always have to block out them people because even when I started YouTube, I put a filter, any hate comment goes to spam straight away because mm. I ain't got time for that. Do you know what it is? It's like for me, yeah, there's difference between that providing that critique or let's say like, for example, ah, oh, you should edit this way or you should do this way. That's fine. But like taking time out of your day to <laughs> criticize somebody you don't know. Like if you think I'm dead at, my job or I, I can't I don't do these things well you do it like do you know what I'm saying you do it like you I said like do, that's yeah. the thing I don't hate about I don't get about trolls like there are people who literally are dedicated to your page they probably even subscribe to you just to hate on you yeah and yeah. it's like why what like are you do you not have a life don't you have any other time do you not have a life but yeah like the whole trolling stuff is 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 is, is a very interesting thing and I don't know where it came from because trolling's been existing for years, but it's like, do you just not get bored? Like, find something productive to do other than trolling hate. But you, you know what? Trolling, there's some types of trolling that I find funny. It's like the trolling on, like, let's say Twitter, like a big app, because people can say I can be a troll. On you, Twitter, are. Well. <laughs> you are. You so are. Like, but it's like the hate comments, the hate, like the trolls that are just disrespectful yeah, yeah, yeah. to you, like yeah. just haters, especially like football have you Twitter. Oh yeah, my god, no, no, you see, football avi Twitter, their man, yeah, their man are EDL Twitter, their man are just um, I'm not being racist, but that type of Twitter, there. And, and the thing is, they make it art, uh, it's like they can say all these stuff because no one actually knows who's actually behind because that your emoji is an egg or a football player, and it's like, bro, your name ain't there, nothing, you have a big following for some odd reason because you like football. Nah, do you so know what dry. I find? Maybe it's just me. Do you know what I find weird on Twitter? Obviously, we all we all stand certain people, but like I find stan accounts weird. No, that's scary. I find stan accounts weird. Like, look, don't get me wrong. You can post that's your cool. favorite artist, like, cool, that's fine. But an account dedicated to somebody that you don't know, 
And these like, stands on a regular yeah. basis. Like they proper fight their battles as well when they're in beef. Like proper, it's like it's like they're they're the artist siblings or something. As in, like, and you know crazy. what? It's so weird because these fans will actually search up the artist's name mm-hmm. and go to every single bad tweet where the, uh, somebody's saying like basically they don't like this person's music. Yeah. They will search up the name. They don't even follow you, and then they'll be under your comment saying this, that you're ugly anyway. Or this. I'm like, Jesus! Can't people just have an opinion or something? Mm. Like stand accounts, they scare me. Now stand accounts are very scary because. And, and sorry, one thing is that whenever like one of like let's say the person they're standing notice them, they always do this thing where they're like under each other's comments saying, "Oh, congratulations, congrats, congrats." I'm just like, is it that? Okay. Like, like, that's a bit weird. It's that's spiritual weird. bondage. I can't even lie. It must be spiritual bondage because I can't ride out for somebody I don't know. Yeah, no, that's like, you're riding out for you're riding out for certain artists, but you won't ride out for your parents. Like, do you know what I'm saying? And the way you go so hard defending these people, you know them way there. Defend your family, no man's writing, man's man's struggling to write a dissertation, but then you're writing dissertations on Twitter, fam. A friend, a friend. Of why this person is and the best? A psychoanalysis, <laughs> psychoanalysis on why Iggy Azalea is the most underrated artist, artist in the world. A thread, part one, oh part twenty. <laughs> like they have time stand accounts especially k-pop stand accounts oh, <laughs> i don't want to talk too much about them because them people are mad but you know the k-pop community is bad still they got grown people grown people standing them hey man <laughs> like they, people are ready to ride out for whatever people are ready to ride but what what was the moment yeah when you started youtube yeah when you looked at your when you looked at a video it might have been a post and you said raw like people are actually messing with me like this is crazy like people actually mm-hmm. fuck with me I think it was a trainer video. What, what, the, or the, how to decrease yeah, your trainers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on the Twitter still. I thought, you know what, it's not even... Because originally I posted that video and it only got like 2,000 views, mm. which is still good for a small account. But then I made a thread on Twitter maybe a week later and that's how it blew up. And I was just like, wow, people actually... You like this? Okay, cool. Let me do some more. Mm, it's finding your niche and that. Like, yeah. Something like whenever you do create um, content creating... You always have to find something that you know people will like or draw people's attention. Even mm-hmm. like with TikTok, with Instagram, anything you're doing, you always have to like try and dive into a certain group so you have a solid loyal fan base with mm-hmm. you. So sneakers is really good, especially yeah. because I got my sister. She watches some of that stuff. Like I got friends that watch some of that stuff because it is interesting. Like even clothes, like just watching people go on vlogs, just shopping, like these stuff. In like vlogs, really interest me. Mm. Like I like seeing people's day and what they do. Mm-hmm. It's really good. No, definitely, de- like definitely, it's definitely good to find like something that you're passionate about. Because we, we spoke about this on podcast before. It's like a lot of people play the numbers game. It's like numbers game is fine, but yeah. like you, you're gonna get drained out. And if it's not something that actually sustains you and actually fulfills you, mm-hmm. like eventually you're gonna get to a point where the number that like, when you don't see a video do what you think it's gonna do, you're gonna get pissed off and you're gonna give up. But if it's something you like, you may be disheartened by the numbers, but you'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna continue, and eventually you're gonna reap the, you know, yeah, you know. Definitely. But yeah, but definitely, people check out her Instagram and YouTube page. She provides very good content. Speaking of content, I want to ask a question. I was on social media the other day, and there was an interesting topic that came up. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Could you date? No, in fact, would you date somebody that didn't like the content you made? Hey, no, no. <laughs> <didn't>. <laughs> so it's not necessarily yeah that cool. Let me put. It's not necessarily that. Like, they don't want you to be successful, but the content you make is a bit... It's, it's, it's not their vibe. It's not their bag. Could you date them? Is it that they don't... Like, it just doesn't interest them or they just don't like it because I'm doing it? Like, they'd watch it from someone else, but when I do it, they just don't like it. No, they w- okay, they wouldn't watch it in general. Oh, no, then I wouldn't because, it's like, everyone has different interests. Like, I don't like watching basketball, but if my partner was into basketball, I guess I would mm. watch him play basketball, but you'll never watch me watch basketball yeah. for fun. No. Yeah. Because I think, like, with basketball and that, that's something that he's watching. It's not something that he does. So, like, with me, if I'm doing, if I have, like, a craft, I'm doing, let's say, photography or videography on my YouTube, and my partner doesn't want to watch that, my partner doesn't have any interest in that, then, no, sorry. You have to, you, you actually have to have interest in what your partner is doing. Mm. You can't just be on the sideline and just be like, Nah, every time I want to talk to you about something, let's say movies. Oh yeah, I'm writing this script. Da da da. They're like, mm, 
no, no, oh, no, chill. no, yeah, that's dead. I can't yeah. do that. Nah, that's yeah, dead. yeah. Nah. I don't feel like you hate me or something. It's true. <laughs> it's gonna get. To, it's gonna. It's gonna get to a point. It's gonna get to a point where it's just like, yo, you're gonna, like, your partner's gonna want that support, or you're gonna want that support, and it's gonna be like, yo, like at the end of the day, they're kind of faking it because they want it. They're only doing it to make you happy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how jarring that is. No, nah. I feel like low key. Don't you feel like people do that subconsciously? Like I'll fake it. Not fake it, but like if I really like someone, even if I don't like it, mm. because I like you, I will learn to like it. No, no, no. And show you know what? I get that. That's true, but then, like for example, like let's say like I'm, I'm chatting to someone and they they want to put me onto like a movie series, for example, mm-hmm. like that's fine. But eventually, like what happens is I get put onto it, then I end up liking it for myself. Mm-hmm. If I get put onto like terrible movie after terrible after a while, I'm gonna be like, yo, this is dead. I cannot lie to you that this is. Trash, but obviously, you when you're dating someone, you're willing to give them the benefit of the doubt in it. Yeah. So, like, you're willing to go, like, let's say if a random stranger told me, Oh, listen to this artist, I'm gonna be like, Whatever. But if someday I'm dating to listen to the artist, I'll be like, You know what? I'm gonna give it a shot. But I'm gonna flip the question around. So, could you date somebody that whose art you don't like? So, let's say you used to date a musician, right? Mm-hmm. And then you listen to their song, I just and you're like, <laughs> like, like real, real talk that this is that this ass like this is ass <laughs> i couldn't i just i can't like music is really important to me exactly. and imagine he's just rapping in my ear or singing in my ear and he's bad i just no i was sleep i can't i can't because there's a lot of, like them soundcloud rappers like no at all because i deep it like girls would be sitting there listening to that guy and they'll be like yeah, this like is... sitting there, bit awkward in the studio. Like, <laughs> they be like, "Yeah, this is fire, isn't it? This is fire." You're like, You're like mm. "Yeah, like, it's this." <laughs> but you know when it oh. gets awkward is when you actually like the person. You know what I'm saying? When you actually yeah. like that person, and it's a situation where it's but like, if you actually like the person, then you're able to tell them like, "Oh, I don't like this about your music," because literally, it can just be like one thing. Maybe the rapping, maybe he's flowing, maybe the beat they're using. You like, if you like someone so much, you can literally just tell them. These elements of your like your your class, I hear I it. Like. But when somebody's ass, their ass. Like when somebody's like somebody's a bad singer. Like there's no amount of like constructive criticism I can give for oh. you to. Be. I mean, to, I hear what you're saying. Like what you're saying is right in it. But like, what if it's to a point yeah, where it's like cool. Like you've given it a shot, but like you, like you would not listen to this person's music on a regular basis. Like you're still gonna support your partner and go out to their shows, but you in your head, you know, it's not a bit of me. That's a bit. That's a bit tricky. It's a bit if tricky, doing, man. If they're doing shows, then surely they should be good to at least some people. Some people Actually, must think they're exactly. amazing. So if that's the but case, but the bare famous people that are ass. True. Like who? Actually, NBA. Sorry, NBA young boy is terrible. Thank you. Like thank, you. Few thank you. Thank you. Like thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there's there's a few, but no. If I just listen. He <laughs> sounds so aggressive. On these <laughs> no, no. Do you know what I think about? Do you think about NBA young boy? Yeah, it's like yeah. Like the only, the only song I like from is the song you do with Migos, isn't it? Oh yeah, that one. Neither. That one, that one is cool. But like that's I, the one that got me. No, I feel like sorry, let's go on the tangent. But I feel like a lot of these American rappers are trash. But like, no, a lot like a lot like it's NBA young boy. It's like I don't know why where where this new style of singing came from. Where yeah, these no, men are yodeling on songs. Like no, I agree. Like, like even when I listen to old school city girls, I'm sorry to all my city girl lovers, but. When I listen to like their old songs, they were really terrible. <laughs> like they're just screeching, like oh, it's your young Miami. Miami. I can't. Carisha, she don't like us calling that her no more. No, but no. do you know what? Her name is Carisha. <laughs> you know what? A lot of these rappers in America are just is the whole thing about mumbling rapping, like mumble rapping. Like everybody has made that such a big thing in America. So like Rod Wave, all them people. I'm just like all these auto tune rappers. I just don't. I can't listen like, to you. I'm tired only, of the only auto rapper I can actually listen to is Travis Scott because I know how much he puts into his craft and how and he he's different. Feet. Yeah, and he's different because all these men sound the same. Like all these men be talking about my mom. I was in the trap. My mama in the bed. Like no, like like no, like even 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 though it's a meme right now. You know the song, um, the Koi Lare song that the guy covered. I pull up in the skirt. Ooh. Oh yeah, no, I don't Ooh. know how that song is banging. By the way, he's screaming. <laughs> he sounds horrible. Does it get better hey, now? Ooh. TikTok is what it is. That's oh what happened. Every time oh. I hear. But that's I how their man sound to me. That's how their man literally sound to me. Sorry, I don't know how people can be crying to um, auto-tune music. 
I'm so sorry. Mumble rap and all that stuff. I do not know how you... Like, you man that would be on Twitter be saying, oh, man, this song really hits me. How? Now, like, Twitter will ask you, what do you call it? Um, post a song that really made you cry. I'll be seeing, like, nice songs, worship music here and there, and then nice songs, like, slow, all of that. And I'm seeing my guys putting up Rod Wave with these <laughs> old tune rappers. I'm just like, you're crying to that. That the problem is... You're no. crying to a man that I can't even understand. These men will be mumbling on tracks like, "In me slime, in me slime, in me Yeah, that nigga was spitting some real shit, and I hit that bitch in the back. And you asked him, "What was he spitting?" What was he saying? Like, they'll be oh, like the realest lyric. Can just hear it, fam. Like, <laughs> that, no, exactly. like I remember somebody posted, um, oh, like name a song lyric that got to you. And then somebody said, um, Future, I thought that bitch in Gucci flip-flops. So I'm like, right, is this what you might have caught in, fam? It's, it's a madness. It's a madness. I've never wow. listened to a Future album anymore. Anyway. No, Future's good. Future's good. At times. Old school Future as well. At times. Really, really At good. times. Like, March Madness is one of the greatest songs ever. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just don't know. No, no Future is good. At times. No, at times. Future's good stuff. It just auto-tree music just annoys me so much. Like, I just can't do it. There's like, man them that do it correctly though. Travis Scott, that's the only person I keep saying. And T Pain. Oh, yeah, the goal. Yeah, He's yeah. the goal. Young Fug. Because he could actually sing as well. Young Fug does it well at times, but then there's other. There's one song I won't play it now because copyright. But after, I think I think the song is called "Dripping." There's literally a part where he's mumbling, like it's bad. But Young Fug at times is tolerable. He's good. Hmm. Speaking of musicians. You're a huge Chris Brown fan, isn't it? Oh, that's my baby daddy. <laughs> that's my baby daddy. Oh my god! So there's been a, there's been a conversation going around on Twitter. If Usher was to do a versus versus Chris Brown, who would win? Chris Brown is losing. I'm so sorry. Why are you saying that? Ah, no, yeah. You need to respect pew, Usher. Pew, pew, no, pew, pew. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You need to respect Usher. You I'm not to. gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Usher has hits. What are we doing? Old school. No, we're doing every together. single song all together. See, that's not very fair. Okay, okay. People don't listen to new Chris Browns because his albums are like ten no, million but, tracks long. No, but that's the thing. People don't listen to it, but that's still his song, so it has to be in the verses. Like, if you're gonna do twenty verses twenty, no, this is where Chris Brown beats Usher in terms of club hits, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah. In club terms hits. of in terms of like jumpy music, yeah. But I'm sorry if I'm at home and I'm marinating, I want to unwind. Chris, Chris Brown is getting songs played. Don't get it twisted, but it's Usher. That's my guy. I'm sorry, but I have I to back my baby dad. It's you, Chris Brown. You, backing you can back him. You have, you have to ride down. I think the person that could face Chris Brown is Justin Bieber, not Usher. Let's respect him. No, I think Justin... Chris Brown will finish. No, I think Chris Brown will finish <laughs> Bieber. I can't lie. Yeah, he will finish Bieber. That's disrespectful. That's highly disrespectful. Nobody disrespects Usher Can like you that. <laughs> I, I want to put Bebo with Timberlake. Yeah, true. Be, now, that's a that's clash. That's what I want to see. Bebo and Timberlake, that's a clash. Timberlake will still win. Now, he'll win, but it's still Definitely. a clash, though. Do you know he's on um, Justin Timberlake's first album was just Michael Jackson's songs for away? Yeah. Really? So all of them were Michael Jackson's songs, but he just didn't want it. Oh, wow. That's what happened. That's why it was so good. But I can't... So it. he's lucky. He's lucky. But it's still... Timberlake... He's that guy. Like, I know it's gentrification music, but it's good gentrification music. I really thought he was light skin when I was growing up. I thought he was a light skin. He had curly hair. Come on, guys. No, he had curly hair. That was a light skin man. This your boy? No, I'm so sorry. That was a light skin man. Him and Justin Bieber, my light skin brothers. Yeah, I seize me. What? Justin. Let me tell you this. Listen to Swap It Out by Justin Bieber, then you'll understand. I love that song. Yeah. I love that. Open up to me. Oh, you, you got, got to do. Uh, give me how you have. Oh, swap it out with you. Swap it out with you. Swap it out with you. Come to your world. Nah, he's so cold. Nah, Justin is cold. Do you know what? I still need to listen to journals. It's on my. It's on my to listen list. Oh, you listen to journals. I have. I just out back then. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to hear Bieber. I'm no, so sorry. Justin I wasn't Bieber. trying to hear back but he then. He dropped that album. He was dropping it every Friday, every single, every Friday. Come on, man. And I'm a go. I'm a get. I'm a do my homework. I'm Even a go. We're not yeah, listening like to R. Kelly anymore. Pyd was a good song. What's I, that? Pyd, Pyd. Oh. I will put you down. That one. Okay, you're cancelled, so we ain't listening. Throw that nigga under the jail. Nasty, man. Nastiness. 
Dot Dot him. 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 Well, against Chris Brown, yeah, I think I think it's, I think it's, it's a anyway. long night. Because no, I'm sorry. When certain anyway. songs come on, yeah, when Burn comes on, there's nothing Chris Brown can do. Yes, there is. What? What, what can he do? He can play. You ready for this? Don't say don't judge me. He can play. See, wait, we now leave for the we for the fresh we for the fresh He can play already. He can say he could play. Say goodbye. He could play forever, or he could play with you. Those are good word. songs, but to burn. Yes. That, that's a little... No, it's going to lose. No. Damn. Chantel. No. Chantel. All, all Usher has to play is Climax. No. Do you know that's what? Uh, climax. I can't... Climax nah. is a losing one still. No, it's good, but it can lose. Because I think Definitely. this Chris Brown song's better than Climax. There's a lot. You know what? I actually had to give it to Chris Brown. I was, I'm a big um, Chris Brown fan for time. Even though his latest albums... There are really a million, it. no. Chris Brown, he needs to reduce it to 15. No, it'll be good. But see, his last album was really good. But if he literally just had 12 or 13 songs on that, and then the rest of the album was a different Later, album, yeah. that would have been cool. But like, I'm a big Chris Brown fan. So his old stuff, like, don't judge me. Oh, I was, I know that word for word. Autumn Leaves. Oh, X Autumn was Leaves. his best X album. X was an amazing album. Oh, and you know what made How me even love know? it more? Was because he said that was his last album. Then he comes out with royalty and all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you going to lie to me like that now? <laughs> but X was a really good album. Drunk Text to You. Oh. His songs with Brandy. Like, oh. like there are certain Chris Brown songs here that for me are just like, like no bullshit. That's mm-hmm. one of my songs. I love that song. Deuces, uh, that's a the art. So Deuces. So basically, you liking the ghetto music. I'm here talking about love and um, <laughs> the slow music. You out here talking about, yeah, we in the hood. What do you mean? I said Deuces. Deuces is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing, but like, that was a really big turn. No bullshit is, you know. No, Chris Brown is a goat. No. no, he is. Obviously, take you down. That one day is a fun. Uh, is that song. Every girl just, loves that song. No, just the beginning <laughs> I'm when it goes. I have a baby to that song. Nah, 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 nah. I have to have a. It was a performance for me. <laughs> that performance was all what? over YouTube. That performance. I can't lie. I had to. I was like, I like the song, but I loud it. But obviously, it's for the gal them. So, yeah. boy, shout out just to you. Just because you can't do it. Uh, what you just cut? <laughs> boy, boy. <clears throat> Surely, really, I'm Just a child drink of it God. Up, drink it up. I'm a child of God. Now, Chris Brown is cold. He's definitely cold. I feel like if he wasn't pushing out albums every single day, he would be really good. Because like 40, al- 40 songs on an album. Yeah, Come on, even for a Chris Brown stand, that's the His album. last two much. albums, I'm so sorry, I haven't even finished it. <laughs> it I got up to like the seventh song or something and I haven't finished it. And even and even if you talk about features, the amount of sick features Chris Brown yes. has been on. Oh my God. Go crazy. Nice. Mm. That's a sick um, song. What's that other one? But which one? With Drake. No guidance. Oh, you see, no, you see when no guidance came out, oh yeah. My God. That was song of the summer. That was so good. The summer. The only thing I don't like about the song, Drake did not need that last verse. That last verse, remove it. I, I <laughs> remove that last part. It was so unnecessary. <laughs> Freaky. No. Like sometimes you need to just tell this boy, like he's so light skinned My guy's out here doing another verse. Trust me. No, but I liked it. No. Like, no, I your Drake's verse should have ended with Trim said you play for the deck so we. Are you sex or do you? you got it, girl. You got it. That hey. part there, and that's it. I don't know. The part that gets me is when is when Chris Brown comes, comes in. in no, baby, you better work it. No, that's a fight for the work it. I love a part to be your perfect. Baby girl, you got it, girl. You got it. 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 You got it, girl. I don't wanna play no games, play no games. Fuck around, give you my last name. That's the best part. What? That's the best part. Oh my god. Chris Brown is like, even Chris Brown's song with Justin Bieber next to you. Oh, no. Do you know? No, do you know? Do you not remember? Do you not remember this song? It came out years ago. The Chris Brown song did with Sean Kingston. You ain't fly down. 
you don't even drive, no. Because you call it my phone. If you don't leave me alone. That song was. She wanted me to beat, beat, beat it. Beat, beat, beat it. The way Sean Kingston was even at our uni was surprised me. I know. Yeah, he fell. It was that first year. He fell off, bruv. And I'm do you know the so only people sorry. that turned up to that? White people. Oyimbo. Even Nelly was at our uni. Nelly? Nelly, yeah. yeah. That's so weird. What? Nelly was at our uni. If you want to come and take it right with me, you <laughs> can come back. They did the DC. Oh, you didn't uh, have money then. Our uni yeah. did have money. No, because I, I remember that year, our uni had bare money because we had Dave, Burner Boy, Boy, Steph London, Lotto Boys. Boys, when Lotto we Boys were good. And to think, I only went to one. The Lotto Boys, that's the first uni wave I went to in first year. Five fights happened next to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is ghetto, man. You black people just do too much. <laughs> I can't do that. Facts. I wanted to talk on a topic. Um, On Twitter, there was a video that went around about basically, it was a group of girls sitting down. And they were basically talking about how a nine to five can't sustain you. You know, how, you know, they want to date all entrepreneurs and all of that type of stuff. And what I wanted to talk about is I've noticed it on Twitter and on social media recently. Fam, entrepreneur culture is killing my people. No, it really is. It's people killing my it people. It like it's so easy mm. when it really is not easy. I had a business. I quit. It was too hard. Mm. I have one right now. And I'm like, this with it it's just so difficult mm. i feel like if you get a nine to five and you're happy and it pays the bills and you know you can still enjoy life then mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that i don't understand why people are making nine to five seem such like a bad thing exactly like when you're pa- when you look at your parents you ask them is this the dream job you wanted most of them are going to say yeah this is what they wanted yeah. a nine to five like what is so wrong with a nine to five because everybody on social media is doing up influencer lifestyle or um starting up their business clothing brands is that not everybody wants to do that some people actually want to have a secure nine to five exactly. yes um well done to the people that are out here doing business starting their own That's brands but it's out. like yeah a nine to five is never that bad it's never that bad like you people that are demonizing it just like you're just annoying man and the thing is about nine to fives, yeah, is that people every, every time I feel like people when they say nine to five, they think everyone's working at Sainsbury's. Like, <laughs> as in, you need a nine to five. How do you take the train to work every day? Who drives that train? Somebody's got to work that job. Exactly. You five. get sick. Who? Where are you going? Hospital. Someone's Doctors work are working nine to fives. A nine to five. Even longer. Uh, uh, so as in, some of you men are doing bandulism and and mad madness on roads. You need a lawyer. <laughs> That's a nine five. to five. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't understand this. Co- and the thing is, you can make money everywhere. Exactly. Like, it's not every entrepreneur is driving an Audi R8. Exactly. No. Entrepreneurship, if you want to pursue that, go and do that. That's fine. But, like, stop demonizing people who have a regular job and earn a salary. Because guess what? You can make a lot of money exactly. doing that. And if if they're working a job that fulfills them, who are you to tell them exactly. that, they, that they're lesser than? Do you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, entrepreneur, everyone wants to be like, I want to own this, I want to own that, I want to own this. Okay, cool. Go build a business and see how tough it is. And told just said, it's not easy. It's not easy, it's not easy running like a business. People only see the good parts, you know, when they when the um, products are all sold out, all the services sold out, and they've hit, I don't know, the 10K mark mm. or whatever in their, in their business. They don't actually see how much money you put in to begin with. Like, they don't actually see that it's only one person that's having to package all these things, ship it all out, deal with complaints, feedback. Like, it's just you. Like, it's a lot of work. And exactly. it's just glamorized way too much. So what do you say to the people out there that will be like, I can't lie. If I'm dating someone, they have to be an entrepreneur. We don't do nine to five people over here. Like, B. Simone got slapped for this like a whole year ago, where she's like, oh, I only date people who are entrepreneurs because them lot understand how to make money. She's them lot understand. Her, so, so sorry, nah. Is she an entrepreneur? Social media person. But uh, I mean, if you're not doing the same job, then... And wasn't can, her book a rip-off uh, of some white lady? Boy. Oh, there we go. It Boy. Like leaflets. Boy. Boy. The thing is, yeah, is that we need to... And this is why, yeah, I feel this is why, like, visibility of jobs is more important. And this is why, like, I encourage, like... If anybody out there is a lawyer and, you know, encourage your family to go into schools and stuff like that, because I feel like the problem is people only see other people making money through the entertainment industry, entrepreneurship. And where 
that's fine. I'm not like, listen. We're all we're all creators right here, so we're technically all entre- entrepreneurs. So we're not demonizing um, entrepreneurs. What we're saying is that listen, there's many different avenues to sustain a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's not just every day you must become a rapper, go studio. No, like exactly. you're good at maths, accountancy's for you. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? You're good at reading. You, you have a good understanding of text. Maybe being a lawyer, well, for you, is, maybe being a sorry. A no, no, yeah, but the thing is, I feel like a lot of people of our generation are just seeing how these entrepreneurs they think that they're getting fast money, like yeah. all these businesses, all these little things that people Works. are doing. They're like, oh, because they're getting fast money. Let me just do it. Our generation is so like they're in a bondage with money. Mm. Like, yes, money is good. Money's gonna help you live, but the way they're in a bondage with it's like, I get money. Let me spend it. Like, none of them are really trying to save it. Like, most people, like, some people are trying to save it, but most of them are just trying to spend it, flash it, all that stuff. So, I'm feeling like nine to five is really a secure job. Mm-hmm. No, like, it's fine. If you know that you, if you know personally that you want to do a, a nine to five, but because Twitter is telling you, oh, nine to five is weird, or because social media is telling you nine to five is weird. I'm so sorry. Like, where are all these people getting this information from? Because and half of them are jobless. Exactly. exactly. Like, you ask them, how's your business going? They're like, no, nah, basically, like, the business year is just, like, yeah, but it's just, like... Yeah, obviously, just like, obviously <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a transitional period, didn't oh. it? So, obviously, like, no. And the thing is, yeah, is that you're demonising man them with a nine-to-five when we're in a Panasonic, we're in yeah. a pandemic. Like... A paracetamol. A paracetamol. <laughs> Parallelogram. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know how like, blessed you are to have a job j- in a... Panoramic. You can work from home. Some people can't. Some people cannot. A lot of these, like, a lot of these entrepreneurs. Let's say the rest. If if you're a restaurant owner, you're suffering right now. A lot of people have been made redundant. Hundred percent. Look at Topshop at Oxford Street. All the people that are working there, where they working now? But because an egg emoji told you no, uh, you're a bum if you work a nine to five. You want to quit your job, my friend. You better go to what if you enjoy it. Of course, if you if you're more fulfilled by something else, obviously go and pursue that. But if you go to work and you feel happy by your work, but it's only social media that's bringing you down, big man, big young, louder. Like, and it's strangers are saying you don't even know them. You don't know them. You don't know them. After the time, they will be the people that are not even working anything. They're not even entrepreneurs themselves. They're not doing nothing. But they have the mindset, yeah, I want to. Be an entrepreneur. Okay, start your business. Oh, do you know how many people? Yeah, do you know how many people? Oh, it's gonna piss off a lot of people. But do you know how many people I know is gonna that I say, yeah, man's man's an entrepreneur, man's doing forex and all of this type of stuff. And it's like, bro, trading, yeah. You don't know what you're doing. I'm so nah, that, let me talk in it. See <laughs> no trading, obviously, I'm I'm ignorant about trading, innit? So if you know what you're doing, shout out to you. But a lot of you lot, you're just going with the wind and you're doing bare higgy haggerisms. You don't know what you're investing into. You get me? Just because one influencer told you, yeah, I'm on the Forex and they got paid by an ad. <laughs> it's not every day that it's not, like you said it perfectly, everyone is obsessed with making fast money. Mm-hmm. You see somebody popping on YouTube. Oh my God, they uploaded that one video. They blew. No, they didn't. Because you're not looking at the 100 other videos yeah, they have on their channel. Really. Exactly. They but, worked hard for what they did. Now this obviously the exceptions to the rule. There are some people out there that just get it like that. Yeah. But you have to know that with all good things come with time. Exactly. And I feel like that's how a lot of people quit. Like a lot of people last summer, was it last summer? Started YouTube channels. Where are they now? They just stop. They started businesses. Where are they now? That's they so just true. stop. Everywhere on Twitter, I've seen our oh, Sky Tony channel, blah blah blah. Now I'm looking YouTube at YouTube channel like, in the I bio. Back on it, I'm like, they haven't posted in twelve months, bro. No, bro, bro, bro. Do you know what my, I always tell my friends you want to start YouTube this year. At least, yeah. If you're going to start, record in bulk, have at least five videos ready to go. Because this is what happens. You make your first video, you make the second video, and then your channel's dead for like 12 months. And it's like people don't realise that your first video is not going to get 100k views. Exactly. Exactly. And you're not going to get paid straight away. That's the question that I get a lot. I always mm-hmm. get asked, so how'd you get paid on YouTube? Mm. You got sponsors. You got sponsors. And I'm just like, by the way, you have to get a thousand subscribers and you have to get 4,000 watch hours. So that's like, let's pretend you have a video on YouTube and it's an hour long. 4,000 people have to watch that. Realistically, you're not going to drop a video that's an hour long. So deep, how many people you have to get to watch your YouTube channel? But see, like stuff like that, you, I really say you need to stay far away from the people that straight up ask, oh, how do you get paid on YouTube? Definitely. Because at the end of the day, 
when I when I hear that question, I'm just like, yeah, you're definitely here just to get paid. The money, just you're not, like, you don't enjoy it. For visibility you need to as well. Enjoy what you do, because I was saying, me, I've been doing YouTube for like since like year 13. Mm. But I'm like, I don't care if I don't have 1K subscribers or I'm not getting a lot of views because yeah. me personally, I said to my friends when I started YouTube, I just want to show my personality because you guys like it. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make vlogs because I like memories. Yeah. I don't care if it's not popping or that or this. I'm just like, I just want to make YouTube for that reason. Yeah. So it's like when I hear people saying, oh, how do you get paid on this? How do you do this? Oh, so when when do people start watching? Like, like how do I get 1K subscribers? I'm like, yo. And you end up just be working hard. That's as it. In just just, be working do, what hard. You're just doing. do what you're doing. Enjoy it, you know. And don't think about that stuff too much. It will come when it comes. Mm-hmm. Just everyone needs to. Everyone needs to know that you're like. It's, it's not always going to happen the way it happened for someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. you, like you may think, oh, like the people around me are doing fine. They're doing great. Be happy for them, but also know that you're building something and you're building something good. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I just feel like, <clears throat> but back to the entrepreneurs, I just feel like, yo, like being an entrepreneur is not the only way to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't, like you don't, you don't, to be successful, you don't have to have five businesses at once. No, you could be working your NHS job, mm-hmm. being happy and being an asset to the people around you. Do you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, people don't talk about the sacrifice that exactly. this entrepreneurship exactly. comes with. Obviously, not only the fans financial, but time as well, you know what I'm saying? People think that, oh yeah, once I'm an entrepreneur, I work for myself, I can be here. No, like you have to dedicate a lot of time to your craft exactly. and what you do. So even like when I see my sister, because she's starting up her business, because she's a designer, mm. like the hours she puts into her work, like she's working from morning to midnight. Sometimes she'll go to bed at four o'clock and I'm just like, this is literally your craft. Yes, you're an entrepreneur, but it's like you have to love what you're doing in order to do these long hours. Yeah. You out here complaining about somebody that's doing nine to five, okay? But an entrepreneur is out here doing so many hours. Like that's why I don't like these people that call themselves entrepreneurs and they're saying, "Oh, nine to five are this, nine to five are that." But you're working long and longer hours than nine to five. Exactly, you're working death for longer and hours than nine to five. When I see people that are saying that they're entrepreneurs talking like this, I'm like, I don't really think you're an entrepreneur. Because an entrepreneur will know how much hard work goes into doing this. Exactly. So you will never shame someone well, else for doing All the entrepreneurs here that I've listened to have said it takes an insane amount of dedication. Yeah. All of them have said it takes an insane amount of dedication. And the thing is, is you get like you get you get out what you put in. Exactly. Yeah. You get out what you put in. So it's it's not a quick fix. Like people need to stop with this quick fix mentality because yeah, cool. It may happen for one person out of a thousand. Cool. But you do the work mm-hmm. and stop judging other people's jobs. I'm tired of that. Stop judging other people. You are an egg on Twitter. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like you are on Twitter talking about, and they'll be the they'll be the same people that haven't made one profit from their business talking about other men are jobless. Mean, mean, mean. Meanwhile, the guy who's working a nine to five is earning more than you every year. It's just exactly. because they got their website running. That's why they want to be like, yeah. So like, you nine to five people, yeah, like. And your website's dead. Like you're dead, like, like, like your website dead. Like, obviously, did I support black businesses hundred percent? So, if all entrepreneurs out there, you know, <laughs> no way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna carry it. All entrepreneurs out there, if you're doing something, do it well because some of you, man, hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of you, man, mm. your business doesn't even need to be alive. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Some of you, man, your business does not need to be alive. My chest. Like, not my chest. you out here doing businesses because, oh, you see other people doing them because you have quick access to all of this stuff. I'm just like, you ain't got the facilities for that big mm. man. Just let go of it. Like, because some people literally have dreams of having a nine to five. I'm not even going to say a nine to five. Let's see. Some people have a dreams of being a, a stable lawyer, job, an NHS worker, a teacher, like stuff like this. But you're, because of Twitter and social media, you're out here saying, no, nah, I don't want to do it. And let me start a t-shirt brand. Because, because <laughs> God like, forbid, I, I, just go and follow your dream. It doesn't have to be what everybody else is doing exactly. because you see them popping and you exactly. see them getting money. I also feel like growing up, a lot of people didn't really say, oh, I want to start a clothing brand or I want to be an influencer or I want to just do anything in, in entertainment. Everyone used to be like, oh, I want to be a gamer. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be mm-hmm. a mathematician, something like that. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Everybody. Because you know what it's got to do? It's got to do with visibility. And as a kid, right, a lot of the time when you were in school, you know, teachers were always like, think, think about as a kid, 
as a kid, like as a boy, you play with police toys, you play with firemen, like you play with stuff that you see in it. And obviously you play, even if as a kid, you play with a doctor little kid. So it's like, yeah, this is what I want to be because people see it. Nowadays, we're on social media, bet. Mm. So all we're seeing is um, my business just sold out. Oh, I'm getting, f- I'm working with this company. So everyone's thinking, oh, that's the only way I can make money. But at the same time, like if I, if, if I was to get sick today, I'm not call. I'm not calling. I'm um, trap star. I'm calling NHS. Exactly. I'm calling workers. Do you know what I'm saying? So we just have to understand that everybody plays a part in society. Yes, a lot of these businesses provide me with items, whether cosmetic, technological, whatever. But they they call them essential workers for a reason. If I was in a problem, if if my house needs fixing, right, I'm gonna call somebody. Who's, Specialising houses, my toilet is broke. I'm gonna call a plumber. Do you know like, what I'm saying? I'm not calling a model to come fix my toilet. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm calling. We need call the plumber. Need, like you people need to stop looking at social media and thinking, no, I need to have these jobs instead of the jobs that I really want. Do you know how much money a plumber could make? Like people are like being a plumber is bad. Like bus drivers, they get paid so much. Train drivers as well. Fam, like Hello. train drivers, they their whole family free travel, legit. And you people say that now because that social media told me like being a train driver is weird, isn't it? Nah, because I'm a bit jobless if I, if I if I do the train thing. Let me tell you something: the people that are telling you you're jobless are jobless. They are the Reverse. jobless Facts. people in the world. Follow your dreams. Also, one more thing I want to touch on: when did when did this making it before thirty thing become a thing? Do you know I, what it is with that? I'm not gonna lie. When I was in my teens, I used to say, "Yep, by 23." I'll be married. <laughs> By 25, first kid. Cool. Legit. 20, Legit. 26, 7, everything will be patterned. That's what I used to say. But I don't know if it's because the younger people are growing and they probably have that same mindset. But once you get to an older age, I don't know if that's the whole thing, but I feel like older people, well, people my age now, mm. we realise that's not going to happen to Have you. we? Have I, all of us realised that? Like, what do you call it? Because yeah. when we was younger, we saw a lot of people like let's say 20, hitting 21, 22, they were, like, getting married. They were, like, living life, like, back then. And it's because our parents were always telling us, oh, yeah, by the 25, you guys are going to get married. And like, yo, we actually believe these stuff. So it's like, now, because I deep think, when I was young, I was saying to myself, 25, I'm going to be married with children. Look at me now, I'm 22. I'm, 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 I'm actually telling 22, I ain't got no husband. Listen, no. the buckets. You see I'm the like, way? 20s, it's time to enjoy your it's life. Time to Back enjoy in the day, we thought, no, nah, 20, we need to get married. Wait, I need to be married. No, nah, I'm so sorry. That's not it. Take time. And the There's thing no is, rush. people, a lot of people are looking at life and they're like, yeah, I need to be successful before 30 because they're seeing a lot of people on social media at like small ages, 16 to 18 to 19, 20. They're all living life. They're all successful. And it's because like, especially social media, I'm going to bring it back to this. Mm. TikTok especially. A lot of people are blowing from TikTok at a small age. Mm -hmm. And like, they're making money. They're like, a lot of people are getting acting deals from this, all this stuff. So it's like, when you see people younger than you or your age mate doing all of these things, they're like, yeah, I do need to blow. So I feel like that's where the mindset has come Mm. from. Even though people need to know that everything happens in your own time. A lot of 100%. Like, when I talk to people that are in their 30s, they're always like, yeah, I just started, like, things started picking up for me when I turned 31 or something like that. People don't understand that it doesn't have to be in your 20s. 20s is for you to live life and experience life because you literally just stepped out of, you know, um, like, education and everything. Yeah, this is big. Literally. Don't be pushing yourself to do so much stuff because other people are doing stuff. Yeah, take your time. In our 20s, yeah, we're in a period of our lives where we're just figuring out ourselves. Uni's the first time we've been away from our parents. And then graduating from uni, we're actually trying to look for a job job. So it's funny that we're expecting us to figure out our entire future when we barely know ourselves. True. The person you are today may be different from the person you was six months ago. Definitely. Let alone a year ago. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this, our early 20s are a period where we're still doing self-discovery. That's why we put, and that's why I don't necessarily like the pressure we put on ourselves in terms of, oh, I must have a relationship. Big man, you don't even know yourself. Nah, honestly. Like, yeah, you don't one. even know yourself. And I'm not saying, I'm not discouraging people saying, oh, you should just be out here. But I'm saying, like, do what works for you. If you know there's a lot of self-development that you need to do. Focus on you. Like, focus on I you. I feel like that's when it leads to people getting into relationships and realising, oh, actually, 
I need to work on myself. Exactly. I can't be with you. I need to work on myself. Like, just take your time. And we and there's nothing wrong with that because we're young. This is like, like do you know what I'm saying? This is this is our first time being in this position as adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're figuring out a lot of stuff for the first time. So we are going to make mistakes. We're probably not going to know how to, you know, conduct ourselves in certain situations, but all of those are learning experiences. So long as you like take the information and learn from it, you're good. But all this pressure of not, I must have it now. I must know this, bro. But a lot of the time it comes from like childhood because we see mm. people at this age we are at now in relationships, in relationships getting yeah. married having yeah. children at this time but it's like back then was a different time Facts. Like, even also, though it's not that big of a difference we were just children but still back then was literally a bit different time mm-hmm. now we are in the time where everybody's figuring out self-love everybody's trying to figure out themselves i'm like to people who are trying to like look for relationships at this age especially 20 21 22 you don't need it if you're ready if you've been through like heartbreak and all that stuff. Yes, some people have been through it. I've never been through it. But I know I am not ready for a relationship because what <laughs> do you need to do? You need to find yourself before any of this. And especially people that are coming from previous relationships, one thing they don't really realise is that it doesn't, like, you don't need to jump into another relationship to be um, to be good. Like sometimes you can just be by yourself. Yeah. A lot of people have relationships with themselves. They've come to love themselves. Self-love is the key to everything. Exactly. Because once you love yourself, you know you cannot tolerate anything. Anything. Because when you get into another relationship, there's nothing holding you back. Because a lot of people get into another relationship and they have previous baggage just holding on to them. And then they bring that into that relationship and then you wonder why that relationship turns bad. Exactly. So it's like it's all about self-love. Like we do not need marriage or that. I'm saying to myself, 30s, I'm going to get married. Because my twenties is literally for me and me only. Self development. I ain't got time for that. No one. You do not need to be in a relationship just because you see couple goals on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> ah, TikTok especially all them videos where the couples are together. I'm like, that's cute. And but it that's not went for me. like. Do you know what? Another thing is, I feel like for women, I feel like we kind of not rush, but like you know, we have like a time scale in which we yeah. can have kids and stuff. So we don't want it to be too like, especially if like me, I want a lot of kids. So I would prefer to have my kids by like twenty nine, thirty. But okay. that means I have to get married before then because I don't want to have kids that are wedlock. Yeah, yeah. So it's like not pressure. Like I don't feel like yes, this has to happen, but I would prefer it to be that way. But I, I feel, get that. I feel like society. So when it comes to dating, is much harsher for women because a lot of the time. When it comes to this dating thing, yeah, a lot of the time I feel like women get a lot of pressure. Like the "when will you marry?" questions happens oh, to the um a lot a lot of my a lot of my female cousins or a lot of the girls, and like it's more it's more encouraged like for men to be out there. But the, here's the thing that's unique about our dating situations: like we're a generation where we're not necessarily obeying traditional standards. For example. Um, back in the day, it used to be a situation where, oh, like, um, you know, the woman's in the kitchen, the man goes to work and stuff, but we live in a more evolved site where women are working, women are more independent and for the better. So a lot of the, t- we're trying to figure out, yeah, like how to like adapt to this new dating climate. Cause I feel like our generation is the first generation where like old standards aren't applicable anymore. Like we're trying to we're trying to navigate this new society. So I think that's where a lot of the issues come from where, Ah, oh, a man, a woman should do this. No, that's in the past. Women are doing this now, and we're we're we're, we're more independent for ourselves now. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like dating is becoming a bit tricky for the better because women are more independent these days, and women, you know, are f- more vocal racial. Because back in the day, it used to be, I'm the man of the house. You close your mouth. I'm gonna do what I need to do. But but now it's a situation where no, women are speaking up for themselves for the better, and women. Even women are earning more than like, are earning a lot more money. Women are a lot more educated mm. these days as well. So it's a situation where the old um, gender norms and the old societal standards are being changed. But do you know what? A lot of men still don't like that because I see on Damn. like when I look at on um, Twitter. I'm going to use Twitter as an example all the time. When I look at Twitter, when I see the way the men talk, especially, I don't want to be disrespectful to anyone, but I always see a uh, like. <laughs> A chain, like what do you call it? It always occurs in the Muslim um mm. community a lot. Like when I ever see some tweets about like some girls, they're like, "Oh, look at this DM I just got." A lot of the Muslim guys are really onto them, saying that, "Oh, you have to do this, you have to do that." Um, the other day mm. I saw a tweet about um a message a Muslim girl got from a guy, and he was talking about 
You're not allowed to have um, any friends that I don't know of. You're not allowed to have social media. You're only allowed to go out with me on Saturday. On a, every other day, you have to cook and clean. I'm just like, a lot of them still have that mentality where you have to be following them. Yeah. Like you have to do everything for them. They come home from work. Food has to be ready in 30 minutes. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I, I agree with what you said. I don't think necessarily, like, I thought it's people that are heavy in their old traditions. Like, let heavy. Say, sorry, let me rephrase that. Let me not say Muslim, but... I've just yeah, the, I know, I know that, the examples I got is from Muslim people because I follow a lot of people on Twitter, so I've seen yeah, hundred yeah, examples from Muslim people. hundred percent. I feel like that's definitely like I said, I was saying before, that's definitely like an old way of thinking. Like a lot of people who like are like have been taught, yo, this is the role of a man, this is the role of a woman from like the past are like adopting that into the adopting that into the current day where that's not applicable anymore. Yeah. Like Modern day society, like cool. I'm not. De- I'm not dismissing girls who want to be housewives and that. If you, if that's what you want, that's for you in it. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not by force. Mm-hmm. A lot back in the day, it was by force. Yeah. You're a woman. You have to do this. But now in society, it's like no. A woman has the right to choose. A woman has. You know, there are many very ambitious women out there. And if she's not for you, she's not for you. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't like the fact that people are trying to force people into a box on either side. Do you know what I'm saying? Like. Find what's applicable to you. Compatibility is a real thing. Mm-hmm. If you want somebody that's independent um, and that's going out there for themselves, go find that because they're out there. If you want somebody that, that holds traditional values true, you go find, find that. that. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's not by force to like, oh, you must be this because you're mad. No, we're two individuals coming together. We all have our um shared values and we all have things that we want to compromise on, the things that we want. If somebody like has a major philosophical disagreement with you, then maybe that person is not for you. It's fine. Mm. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. You two just don't work out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. This has been a dope episode of the Rare Podcast. Big up Chantel for coming through every time. You know, Um, plug yourself. Tell them where they can find you. um, And uh, just if you've got anything upcoming, you know, this is your time to plug it. um, You can just follow me on my socials at Chantel Debonsu, S-H-A-N-T-E-L-D-E. B O N S U. That's the same on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> socials. Yeah. Big yeah, up Chantel every time for coming through. Big up my damn. Thank you. For you know coming. what I'm saying? This has been the episode of the Rare Podcast. Make sure to follow us on YouTube at the Rare Podcast, on SoundCloud, oh, on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts at the Rare Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Podcast Rare, a Podcast Rare. Um, Instagram, the rare podcast. You get me. Follow us on our personal accounts as well. We are signing out. Deuces. Catch you on the next one. Bow. Y'all niggas got me hot.